to the Fulfilled Life Project. I'm Chrysanthi Finn, a wife and mama of three littles who is massively passionate about finding fulfillment in the ordinary and helping you do the same. The intention with this podcast is to have you leaving every episode feeling fired up for life, ready to find joy in the ordinary and ready to ditch that same stuff, different day mindset. Let's get fulfilled. Hey friend, I'm so excited for you to listen to this episode today. This is one that has been on my heart and it's all about how to hear God. The reason I wanted to share this episode with you is because number one, I feel like God has been telling me to share this episode with you. Number two, um, I always put some kind of a Bible verse in each of my episodes. If you haven't caught on to that lately, I try to take whatever whatever topic I'm going to talk about. And before I sit down and record, I always Google because that's my favorite Christian tool. I Google, um, what does the Bible say about blank? So today I went to my trusty Google machine and I said, what does the Bible say about hearing God? And before I read those verses to you, I want to just go into the background for this because I think I've kind of touched base on it, but I'm not sure. So my background with my walk with faith, my journey with faith, my relationship with the Lord is one that really started, I guess, as young as I can remember with me going to church. I grew up Methodist and I would go to church on Sundays um, with my grandmother and sometimes my mom and my dad. And then when they wouldn't want to go, I would go with my grandmother or my uncle. Or the best was when I would go with my aunt and uncle because afterwards we would go out to breakfast. And that was like the ultimate reward for going to church was going out to breakfast afterwards. So that was kind of my relationship with church growing up. I had an amazing minister um, named Jack. He was awesome. A lot of my friends went to church, but I never really felt like I got it. You know, like I didn't, I wasn't the kid who I can remember them using like these felt cutout shapes of the disciples. And I would sit in class and kind of be like, what are they even talking about? And I would sing the songs. And that was like my favorite part. I can remember the choir director, Nancy, and I would dance along with her. And I really felt moved by the music. But then as time went on, I got older and I kind of strayed away from it. We just stopped going to church on Sundays and there was no other presence of God really in my life. Um, and I had this tug, I had this tug, like I need to get back to church. And at that point, um, a lot of my friends went to Catholic church. So I was like, well, maybe, maybe that's it. Maybe I need to go to Catholic church. Maybe that's like the ticket. But I, again, felt like you don't even know what you're talking about. Catholic is even more, um, you know, involved than Methodist. You're not going to get it. Like you need, you need Catholics for dummies, I would say. Um, and then I just, again, kind of gave up. It didn't because it wasn't a, a big deal for me. It wasn't a, um, it wasn't of importance, I guess. And so many things happened in my life and my upbringing and losing my father when I was an infant and having alcoholics in the home and having all these things happen. I would often, instead of turning to God, I would turn to why God, why would you do this to me? Why would you take my father at such a young age? Why would you insert the blank, all the things that were happening in my life? And I never had a relationship with God and I could never hear him. And I didn't know that hearing him was a thing. Now, fast forward a few years into my adult life and it was the summer of, oh my gosh, uh, maybe 2017, we'll say. And I went to the pool. 
our local pool club, our local country club where we belonged. And I saw this woman who I had seen at preschool drop-off. And I remember seeing her at preschool drop-off and being like, I need to be friends with this chick. She's like, looks like she's fit. She looks like she's always coming from the gym. She's a mom. She looks like my type of girl. Like we could, we could hang out. Right. And I go to the um, pool and she's there. And so we become friends. We become fast friends. And then I meet another girl at the pool and we become fast friends. And the three of us start talking that year, that summer at the baby pool. And slowly, um, God became part of the topic. And again, this voice creeps in of, you know nothing about this, Chrysanthi. You don't know anything. But then this other voice of like, but you have a desire. You want to learn. You have what you want to learn. And so my friend Joanne invited me to join a program at a local church called MOPS, and it's Moms of Preschoolers. And so I had um, my younger two kids at the time, and I think at that point I like found out I was pregnant. But anyway, so I'm in the thick of it and I'm like, yes, I could use this. Like moms of preschoolers. I sit with other moms. My kids go into a room. I get to have conversation. They feed you breakfast. Like win, win, win. Checks all the boxes, right? So I show up there and I sit down on the first day and now I'm next to my friend Sarah and they put a piece of paper in front of us and it's a Bible verse. And I remember reading it and getting so discouraged because I was like, this might as well be written in Chinese. This makes no sense to me. And I looked at Sarah and I was like, I I don't know. I give up. I give up. Like it was like, I I might as well have been in like a, you know, 500 level college course. I, I felt like I was failing. And I remember panning the room and I had dropped my kids off in the, in the classroom already. And I'm like, how can I leave here? How can I leave? Where's the exit? Where's the nearest exit? How can I leave? Do I leave the kids and come back for them? Like, what do I do? I've got, I have to get out of here. This is not for me. And I sat there and I, and I stuck it out very uncomfortably. I think I was sitting on my hands and like pinching my legs to get through the pain of it. And I remember people saying things like, oh yeah, and God spoke to me and he said, and, and I heard the Lord say to me, and then someone would get up and they would talk about a Bible verse and they would talk about hearing God. And I'm like, what is going on? Are they crazy? Am I deaf? Like what, what are they even talking about? They heard God speak. So I share all of this with you, and I want to share with you that since then I have grown so much in my faith, enough that I'm comfortable to sit here and share this story with you, and I will tell you that I did hear God tell me to talk about this. So how can you hear God? Ah, I know this is this this whole podcast is about the Fulfilled Life Project, and obviously we're going to talk about lots of different things like mom life and you know, women and friendship and fitness, because that's a big part of my life and health, because that's a big part of my life and family and all of the things. But my faith has become such a pivotal component of living a fulfilled life. And so I just felt compelled, and you might even say called to share this with you. So how can you hear God? Let me go back to those Bible verses that I mentioned in the beginning that I would read to you. So again, If you're like me and you're no expert in Christianity, Google is your friend. And so I Googled, what does the Bible say about hearing God? And you you can skim through and you'll see a lot of things, and some of them may seem um, discouraging, but I'm going to read the ones to you that are encouraging to me. So Luke 11.28 says, but he said, blessed rather are those who hear the word of God and keep it. Okay. Another one is Hebrews 4.12, for the word of God is living and active, 
sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of soul and spirit, of joints and of marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. John 6.63 says, It is the Spirit who gives life. The flesh is no help at all. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. So what are those words that are spoken to you? How can you hear God? I'm going to tell you. Romans 10.17 says, So faith comes from hearing, and hearing through the word of Christ. Listen to that last part. The word of Christ. Spoiler alert. I did not know this before. I know it now. It's changed my life. The word of God is the Bible. (laughs) It's the Bible. And whether you have a Bible that you use, I got a really pretty one with a rose gold cover because of course that was important to me. But honestly, the thing that I use the most is the Bible app. I downloaded an app on my phone. It's the Bible app. I can go there. I can search by topic. I can do Bible studies. I can read the word of God. I can do all the things. So getting yourself into the word of God is going to allow you to hear him. Maybe you're not ready for that. I know I wasn't in the beginning. So what are some other ways that I started to be able to hear the word of God? The second way that I hear the word of God is through my devotions. So I've shared this so many times on my social media, and I'm pretty sure I've I've shared it on other episodes, but one of my favorite devotionals is um, Jesus Always. So here's something really cool, a really cool side note. Um... Last, well, gosh, right before the pandemic happened, I went to another Bible study at church and it was a women's Bible study, one of my very favorite. And when I got there, I was just in a really weird place. I was not hearing God at that time. I was, I had been, and then I stopped. And because I was, the reason I was not hearing the word of God was because I was hearing the word of the enemy more. You know, those negative thoughts that you hear, like you're not good enough, you're not smart enough, you are you look like a stuffed sausage in those jeans. You aren't as smart as that person who's running their business. You aren't as good as a mom. Your house isn't as clean as theirs. You can't keep up with the laundry. All of those things, right? You hear those things. Well, just the same way that you hear those negative thoughts that we're so attuned to, right? We can hear those so loud and clear. The alternate is hearing the word of God. Because when you hear those negative things, that's the enemy. And the enemy is the one that calls our attention the most because he's loud. God isn't that way. God isn't as loud. God's words are a whisper and you have to really pay attention and drown out the other noise so that you can hear the word of God. So back to what I was saying is I was at this um, Bible study, Propel, and I got in there and I was in this awful place, awful, awful place. Like, again, I didn't belong. What am I doing here? This doesn't make any sense. I'm not like them. I'm not good enough. And the one of the women leading the Bible study, her name was Tip. She's one of the most spiritually led beautiful, fulfilled women I've ever met. She turned to me at the end of the session and she said, you know what, Chrysanthi, I feel like the Lord is telling me that you need this more than I do. And she handed me a copy of the devotion, Jesus Always. Well, neither of us knew this, but we would never have another one of those sessions again because of the pandemic. But that Jesus Always book which is a small little book with every single day you go in it and you read and it's written as though Jesus is talking to you, but it intersperses all of the messages from the Bible. That is what absolutely hands down got me through the pandemic because every single day I would open that up and every single day that would get me into the word of God without me really having to think too hard about it. I didn't have to open the Bible and figure out where to start. I would open my devotion and it would give me the message. And that was how I started to hear God. The third way that I hear God 
is one of my favorites. And if you remember back to the beginning of this episode, I talked about this when I was a young kid, but it's through music. It's through worship songs. I can remember those worship songs from my early days at my Methodist Sunday school. I can remember Nancy Schoen leading the children's choir and she'd be bopping in the front and I would emulate her moves and I would get so into whatever she was singing because it made sense to me to hear it through song. And now, nine times out of 10, if I'm asking my Alexa to play a song or play a station, it's worship music. And you know what's so cool about that is that when I have worship music playing in my house, I hear the word of God and I start singing it. So now I'm saying it. But the even cooler thing, the thing that's even cooler is that my kids hear it and they start singing it. And it's the coolest thing to hear instead of your kids singing, watch me whip and watch me nay nay. They're singing, I am a child of God. Excuse my cracking voice, but how beautiful is that? Those words are the words we need to hear. It's not by chance that those words come across in music. They're the words we need to hear. They become our lifeline. They become the thing that remind us of who we are and that we are chosen and that we were created with purpose on purpose, right? And that no matter what happens in our lives, God gives things to us for the good, even if we can't find the good right away. And the last way that I hear God, and one of, I know I just said music was my favorite, but this one, this one tops the charts, is through the people he puts in my life. Now, I mentioned to you in the beginning of the episode, my friend Joanne, and then I mentioned my friend Sarah, and then I mentioned Tip. And I could go on and on and on and mention the people that I know God has handpicked and put into my life as if he literally picked them up out of where they were and threw them in front of me, if you can have that visual. He has done such amazing, incredible things by placing the right people in my life so that I would get to know him, so that I would hear him. Just this morning, um, I opened up my Voxer app. And if you're not familiar with Voxer, it's like a voice memo app. And I heard a message from a friend, my friend named Suzanne, another one who God has handpicked and put in my life. And the words that she spoke over me through this message were at exactly the right time that I needed to hear them. How cool is that? That's not by accident. That's because she had seen me the other night. We were at a women's retreat at church. And she had felt a pull or a tug or maybe God tell her to speak these words over me. And she sent me a message that was so encouraging at just the right time. One final thing that happened, because I've said this before, when God wants you to hear a message, if you are ready to listen, he's going to show up everywhere you are. Yesterday, I sat down to plan out my week and I wrote down in my planner, write a Record a podcast this week about how to hear God. I wrote those words down, podcast, colon, how to hear God. And then the day went on and I got into the car and I was by myself. So I'm like, oh, let me put on a podcast. So I pull up the Christy Wright show. Love Christy Wright. She's amazing for women of faith, also of um, women in business. So if you are looking for that kind of a podcast, go listen to the, the Christy Wright show. And guess what the episode that I chose to listen to was all about? hearing God. If that doesn't blow your stinking mind. So my my point to you is this. Maybe you just feel like, you know what? I don't know what you're talking about, but God does not talk to me. 
Or maybe when you hear people say that they they heard God tell them this, you're like, that's ridiculous. Those people are crazy. Or as some people like to say, those are just Bible thumpers. I've, I've been told that before. But the truth is that a huge part of living a fulfilled life is getting to know God and getting to know how to hear him. Maybe it's through the Bible. Maybe it's through your devotion. Maybe it's through the people who you encounter on a daily basis. Maybe it's through a song you hear. Maybe it's through a podcast you listen to. Maybe it's through a bumper sticker on the car in front of you. He's there. He's wanting to talk to you. You just have to listen. So the next time you hear that negative voice, that, man, why can't you keep up with your laundry like she can? Why isn't your pantry organized like hers? Why can't you budget your money? Why aren't you further along in your business? Who do you think you are going to that dinner party? Who do you think you are talking about your faith? Who do you think you are to show up at the bus stop looking like that? Who do you think you are to share a sweaty selfie of your workout? No one wants to see that. Oh, did you see your rolls in that sports bra? What are you thinking? The next time you hear that voice, stop, say no thank you, and listen for the whisper of God. It's going to be a whisper, but it's going to be there. Friend, I pray that this inspires you. I pray that you are able to hear him. I pray that you get creative in listening because he is so creative in how he talks to you. And more than anything, I pray that if this reaches you in any way, that you send me a message and let me know how. I love having these conversations because I think it's so freaking cool to look back on my journey to just two years ago when I felt that I was not equipped to talk about God, that I wasn't even equipped for him to talk to. Who was I? I'm not worthy. I'm not deserving. Yes, I am. I am loved. I am chosen. And so are you. Friend, let's get fulfilled. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. I pray that you are leaving here feeling more fulfilled than ever, that you are ready to go out and live your best life. If you loved this episode, it would mean so much to me if you go ahead and share it with your best girlfriend. Put it on your social media and tag me so that I can thank you for helping to spread the word about the Fulfilled Life Project. Until next time, girl, see you later.